This is your wake-up call. Good morning, it's Tuesday. All day. No round of applause for Tuesday. Tuesday's a happy day. All right, there you go. Yes, I was in Detroit yesterday, and my flight kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. So I ended up just flying into a different airport. Where you go? And that flight. Newark? Well, no, I flew into JFK. I was supposed to fly into LaGuardia. What I realized is LaGuardia is a much smaller airport. So whenever there's any type of weather issues, those flights get pushed back. Heavy windstorm, absolutely. A bigger airport like JFK is international. We don't have any issues, so no. that, that flight was on time. Okay. How's your properties? You know, uh, Angelie owns a couple of houses in Detroit. How oh, yeah, I spoke to you. I was going to look at one. One of them is almost done. Mm-hmm. The other one, I'll work on it once I finish. Just working on it? The one thing that I did first was make sure that the roof is okay on everything because mm-hmm. that's the main thing. You don't want the rain to come and then it floods inside your house or it gets even worse. So the one thing I did first on all three of them was make sure the roof was good. The roofs are good. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, yesterday I didn't do much of anything. My kids are off for spring break. Uh, my daughter, this was her first uh, real trip by herself. She flew to L.A. by herself a couple of days ago. So I just speak to her like every what hour just doing? to make sure she's good. Uh, her godparents live in L.A. Oh, okay. So she flew to L.A. for spring break. And this is like the first time that she's been able to go anywhere. Like my daughter, like I'm, I'm not going to say I'm strict, but I'm overly protective. Mm-hmm. And I was very nervous to put her on a flight by herself. You know, I called Delta, and Delta was supposed to have an, uh, you're supposed to be able to have an, uh, um, a companion walker to but the gate. But she's 16, right? Well, that's what Delta said when I got to the thing. They she's said she's a 16. grown-up, Evie. Well, that's what they said. They wouldn't she allow get on the plane. an adult. <laughs> she's not like eight. A company to <laughs> the gate. You try to get her a companion? Yes. She's 16 years old. So, that's still my baby. Some crazy companions. So, <laughs> so, so I FaceTimed her the whole way, and then uh, I FaceTimed her when she got off. But she's in L.A. She's happy. She was excited to actually be able to go somewhere by herself. So Those strict parents, boy, the kids go wild once they get out of the house. I know. That's why I'm letting her go a yeah, little bit. Yeah, let her go. Bit. That's why I let, let her go, her go. go She bit. doesn't need a companion yeah, I know, cause, to you know, walk her through the airport. <laughs> when you're in college and that, that one kid or that one girl that her parents are too strict when they get to college. I actually went to high school oh, with goodness. somebody like that. She, Her mom was a psychiatrist. She was mm-hmm. never allowed to go anywhere do anything. Soon as we got out of high school. She was she drinking, to, smoking, and wilding out She actually moved out and was living with some random guy and dropped out of school. That's not going to happen. Just putting it out there. That's not going to happen to my baby. <laughs> All right. And yesterday, oh, let me tell you what was really exciting. So I got home last night, and mm-hmm. I have a brand new mattress. Okay. Right. And um, it's actually, I haven't had a new mattress in years. Because, you mm-hmm. know, it's like every, you're supposed to get a new mattress every 10 years. Okay. I had my last one for maybe like five or six years, but it wasn't feeling so comfortable. Mm-hmm. It just feels so good to sleep on a brand new mattress. How are you balling out there? You are balling. No, shout out to um, Spectrum Mattress, though. It felt so good. And I don't, do you have a soft mattress, a firm mattress? Or a medium? Do you know? I don't know. 
All right, I did media. My other one was my back feels good. I didn't want to get out of bed. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. John Legend will be joining us this morning. We'll kick it with John Legend. And we got some Jesus front page. Jesus Christ Superstar, right? Yeah, Jesus Christ Superstar. And we got front page news. What are we talking about? Oh, let's talk about Donald Trump and his personal vendetta against Amazon and how it's driving the stock market down. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's a Tuesday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, over the weekend, they announced the $500 million lottery winner. Now, the ticket, I should say the gas station that sold that ticket is less than 60 seconds from my house. Uh, but you didn't buy it. So. I definitely didn't buy it. I've been asking everybody if they bought that ticket. Pro Style lives in my neighborhood. I call Pro Style. French Montana lives over there. So you're trying to French. be friends with whoever bought it? For $530 million, yes. Yes, <laughs> bird, I'm friends bird, with everybody. But bird. Yeah, whatever. But nobody <laughs> wanted a ticket that I know. But anyway, let's get to some no front page news. You. Yeah, nobody's telling me. Let's talk about uh, R.I.P. Mandela. Winnie Mandela. Winnie Mandela, uh-huh. South Africa's first black lady. She has died. She was 81 years old. She married Nelson Mandela back in 1958. Mm-hmm. And they divorced back in 1996. But she was also very active politically. She was once president of the African National Congress Women's League. She's reportedly been ill for years, and she was recently admitted to the hospital with a kidney infection. Her personal assistant is the person who announced her passing. Wow. Wow. Rest in peace. Now, uh, let's talk about Trump versus Amazon, right? Yes, Donald Trump. Because of him, now the Dow has fallen 459 points, and the NASDAQ plunged almost 3%. And he is one of the people, well, he's the main reason why this is happening. He's been attacking Amazon. I don't know if you've been watching this on the news, Mm -mm. but he has real issues with Amazon, which has been causing their stock to go down. Now, he's been calling out Amazon, and they've lost $60 billion in market value since they first reported that Trump is, quote, obsessed with the company feels like he's a little bit jealous, but he also does not like the CEO, Jeff Bezos, who also owns the Washington Post. And that paper has been very aggressive in covering the administration. So, of course, Donald Trump has his own personal vendetta against Jeff Bezos. Mm. He has his uh, personal vendetta. Seems like anybody that goes against him. Yeah, but who's not obsessed with Amazon? We're all obsessed with Amazon in a good way, right? Well, well, he's no, trying this to shut it down. not in a good way. Yeah, it's at not, all. Definitely not That's a just good billionaire way. jealousy. You know, billionaires, they have a penis size contest all the time. So he knows that Jeff Bezos' penis is way bigger than him when it comes to that billionaire status. That's he has that uh, suggested that Amazon takes advantage of the U.S. Postal Service and doesn't pay its fair share of tax, but he's actually quite wrong. They pay the same rate that the post office charges other bulk shippers, and they collect sales tax in every state that charges it. And they also don't collect sales tax on, sales tax on purchases made from third-party vendors. And I think Trump hates the fact that nobody respects that he's the president. It's like, you know, when you when you don't have as much money as everybody, okay, that's different. But you think, okay, I become the president. People will start respecting me more. Jeff Bezos, them don't give a damn about no Donald Trump. Definitely don't. Now, what is condom snorting ye? Uh, this is what the kids are doing now, okay? It's the condom challenge. What they are doing is snorting condoms and then pulling them through their throats. So it goes up their nose. Oh, stuffing the cold condom in their nose? And then pulling it out of their throat. These kids are bored, man. Kid, just so there's coke. a lot of clips on YouTube that shows kids choking no. as they try to do this don't trend. Don't do coke. Yeah, terrible. Um, I'd rather you do coke than sniff a condom up your nose. This I'm gonna can be cause allergic reactions. Obviously, it can cause choking. It can be painful. It can get stuck in your nasal cavity, stuck in your throat. Are these used condoms or they just open a, a brand new condom? Hopefully not used. Uh, in a perfect world, you know what I'm saying, we'd rather people not sniff anything. But if you're going to have to choose between a condom and cocaine, choose cocaine. No. Yes. Don't sniff anything. Nothing Absolutely. at all. How about that? Con- cocaine. 
Nothing should be going up <laughs> your nose. Them, yeah, well, don't put that up your nose. I mean, if you have to, though, because clearly they have to, have right? To. They have some type of oral fixation with their nose that they That's have to have your, something in you there. You can't have an oral fixation, oral fixation with your nose. Y'all know what no. I mean. Y'all know what I mean. No. They got to have something in their nose, all right? Rather you sniff coke. I'm just saying. It's more fun. No. No. All right. How about none of it? All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or maybe you need to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? JR, bro. I'm calling from Indiana, bro. JR, get it off your chest. Oh, actually, I'm actually calling because I agree with uh, Charlamagne the God, man. Uh, I think it's better if you sniff cocaine other than sniffing a, a condom. The word is ball. I would rather kids oh not goodness. get addicted to cocaine yeah. or potentially overdose. How about so you rather them sniff plastic up their nose and choke anything. and die? I think that's the best solution. Jesus Christ. It's, it's, mo- it's way more people that have sniffed coke than live Hello? than sniffed a piece of plastic up their nose There's a lot of people lived. sniffing plastic Hello? right now that live it. Hey, Hello? Hi. How are you? I am fine. What's your name, Mama? My name is Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Get Hello, it off your Steph. chest. My sister Crystal had a condition. Um, she had sickle cell anemia, to which she had a pacemaker. Her heart gave out and she passed away. Sorry I'm to hear so that. I'm sorry to hear that. that. That's awful. I'm sorry. Our condolences to you. Thank you. I'm trying to keep it together myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have the condition that she had, but I'm trying to not go back to drugs and alcohol because of the loss of my sister. Well, stay you know strong, yeah. Stay strong. Don't You don't need to go back down that road, right? Right. What song can we not play for you this morning to make you feel better? Because some of these songs piss me off. So what song don't you do you not want to hear? I don't know what I need to hear. I need to hear something good, something soothing. I said what song don't you want to hear, ma? What about Rap. Miguel? What about Miguel Skywalker? That's Miguel, a, that's a great song. record. Yeah, that song. We want, we want to play that. Yeah, we'll, we'll play that for you. Okay, well, this is what we'll do. We'll delete Post Malone Rockstar for you, okay? Okay. Would that make you feel better? Yes, please. So All right, good. Post Malone got to go. All <laughs> right? So and yeah, I yeah. hope you have people that you can Post call Malone when you feel go. like you might be sliding back or going through something, people you can talk to. You're so considerate. Just know that if you play Post Malone this morning, you're hurting that young lady who has sickle cell and whose sister just died, okay? Hello, who's this? This is Al. Al, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, yeah, uh, I want to say that I'm blessed. First off, I'm blessed that, uh, you know, the mother of my son finally let me see my son. I don't know what changed her mind, but uh, the last God. month and a half, I've been getting them every other week. So uh, I'm blessed that uh, I've been getting them like that. And then the other thing is, Charlamagne, man, how are you going to say that you rather have your kids out here snoring coke than these condoms? They shouldn't be snoring nothing, period. Duh, but if you had a choice, hypothetically. No, there's no hypothetical. Yeah, there's no choice to be addicted. Who said addicted? Are they addicted to sniffing condoms? If you, if you, had to, you said you just said that they had a fixation with things in their nose. So evidently they got an addiction to something. Okay, well, listen, let me ask you a question. This is a serious question since you want to be so serious. Yep. If you had to do one or the other, would you rather sniff a plastic condom up your nose or co- one line of cocaine? He's not going to do either. I'm not either. Either right. Ah, uh, never mind. You know fun. Get off my phone. I hate you. I'm a party pooper. Can't even have fun with y'all this morning. My goodness. Y'all forget y'all do a radio show sometime. My goodness. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't want to sniff any. But you sniff coke, so you know what that's... that's I've a, never sniffed coke before. Oh. You faked it. I don't even no, like to I, think I, about I, kids I smoked coke. coke. I smoked coke, oh, in, smoke a, coke. In, a, in, a, in a blunt before. I know you don't want to think about kids sniffing coke, but guess what? That's the reality of the situation. A lot of these kids are on drugs out here. Sorry. My goodness. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother. 
on and die. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's our phone. Baby, was good. Our phone sim was popping. Yo, I just want to thank everybody at my job, man, for not coming in because I'm getting all this extra overtime. My birthday Thursday, I need the bread. iPhone, go celebrate by sniffing a condom, man. Nah, you don't want to oh, do that. Man, iPhone, you oh, said you was man. coming to the club with me the other night, man. I know I was supposed to, bro, but I had to do my daddy thing, the Easter thing. You know what I mean? I was supposed to, but I couldn't make it. I was supposed to come last night too. Yeah, I know. But my boss called me at like two o'clock, like they'll come to work. Right, you you got to get this get money. You got to raise these kids. I hate when people say I got to do my daddy thing. What do you mean you got to do your daddy thing? You're a daddy. I was doing the daddy thing. Yes, the daddy thing. That's right. Take care of your kids, man. iPhone hit me on social media. iPhone always with his daughter. Got to do my daddy thing. He hit me on social media, say he coming to the club. He just, he didn't come. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, yo? This is Bobby, man. What's going on? Bobby was cracking. Get it off your chest. Yo, man, listen. The whole island of Jamaica, y'all got a whole list L. Brooklyn took the last L when the dream chasers ran down on safari. We took that. Jamaica, y'all got a hold of stuff. Hey, yo, watch Safari crying on the radio. He act like he's not from that. Why element. are you mad at him for that? Let me ask you a question. You had a, you ever had a gun put on your forehead and you had to lay on yeah. the ground? And you yeah. know, you know, his uh, uncle you, just you, got killed in a robbery, right? Everybody reacts different, okay. man. You can't be mad at that man for that, man. Why no. everybody got to be so tough? His all uncle the time? just died like last it's not month. About being tough. It's not about being tough. He's from the element. He knows that dudes are getting ran down on for Chinese food money, four wings and fried rice. He's but dude, but you do you do know his uncle just got killed last month in a robbery. It doesn't matter. He almost died. He probably feels that way. If you don't know what That's we're talking awful. about, I'm sure we're talking about it in the rumors. Safari uh, got robbed at gunpoint. We'll fill you in with all the details. And there's people out there hitting me up saying, yo, report. give Safari donkey of the day. Why would I give Safari donkey of the day for being robbed? No. Like, y'all know that can happen to anybody. Anybody, <laughs> anytime, <laughs> like, anywhere. Like, what's up with y'all, man? It's not like he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He was actually where he needed to be. We'll talk about it. It's we'll like, talk come about on, it. bro. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Talisha Hawkins calling from Dayton, Ohio. Morning, Mama. Get it off your chest. Good morning. I listen to y'all every morning. I'm at my mama's house right now. I am six days from graduating. Hey. Uh, up becoming a registered nurse. Hey. Um, I live in Dayton, Ohio. Nice. I Go cannot ahead, believe I got through to y'all. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, congratulations, oh, Mama. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm at my mama's house trying to find something to wear to a mock interview. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm happy for you, man. You three days, you say you three three days or three weeks no, away from I'm being an RN? Days. Six April, days. April 10th, I'll be peeing as a registered nurse. I cannot believe I Congratulations. got three Congratulations. April 18th, she'll be a real y'all. I got three babies at home, so I'm just, I'm doing this for my babies. I'm so glad I got through to y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thank All you, right, Rambo. we're praying for you. Hello, who's this? Hey. Hey. What's up, man? Get it off hey. your chest. Uh, I was just calling to see you, because I'm talking about politics. Come on, man. I be feeling you, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I be with you, so I be like, I don't want to talk about politics. I'm with you. I am a Trump supporter, but I love y'all's show. I listen to it. Oh, all that's the time. why, because he supports and, Trump. Yeah, yeah. It sucks whenever the first thing I turn on and hear is something bad about Trump. I mean, I, I mean, what do you want us to do, though? This is facts right now. He has a problem with Jeff Bezos from Amazon. The stock market is down because of decisions that he made. Is listen, what's but this, happening. I, I feel him only because we all know Donald Trump is trash. And I mean, how many different ways can you say Donald right, Trump is trash? He's a Trump supporter, though. He's that's got, cool. He's got a big mouth, but I love his policies because he helps small businesses around where I'm from. His policies and stuff. Well, we don't like Trump because he's a racist me. bigot. 
All right, that's why his those policies affect people like us. So I, I understand. We see both. We see different sides of the spectrum. But I am tired of talking about trash ass people. So I, I feel you, my brother. Anything else? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I love y'all. Um, it's a great show. Y'all are hilarious. I love listening to y'all. Thank you, just, sir. Can we stop with the politics? We will. We, you know what? We'll so you would like we'll, it if we were supportive. He wants to, he wants no, to shut like up that. and dribble. That's no, what he wants us to do. No, shut we'll, up and dribble. We'll slow down. We'll slow down on talking about his trash ass president. Don't y'all get tired of talking about trash ass people? Uh, I like to let people know what's going trash on. trash ass stuff every day. Listen, there's a lot of trash ass people we ignore. Donald Trump could be one of them. Except that way. it affects us. Get Not it really. off your chest. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Black China with this stroller fight. Find out why Rob Kardashian is upset and what she has to say about being called a quote hood rat. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, what y'all say? That, right. that Miguel boy is bad, man. Drop one of the clues bombs from Miguel, damn it. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's boy, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Black China. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Now we talk to you about this altercation that Black China had at Six Flags. She was with her 18-year-old boyfriend. YBN Almighty J, and she was with uh, Dream, and also with the child that she has with Tyga King Cairo. Why that dude got so many letters in his name? YBN Almighty Anna J? Well, J A Y. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Now, the woman who actually got into the altercation with Black China, Alexis, is speaking out. She talked to TMZ, and here's what she said I've seen Black China's children not knowing that these were her children because her nanny was pushing her children. So when she walks the baby towards me, I'm thinking that this is a mother giving me permission to interact with her child. So I um, touched the baby simply like this. And I'm like, oh, you're cute. The lady smiled. She walked off. Like China followed behind her. And she said, don't touch the kid, bro. Alexis didn't give a damn about doing that hair to be on TMZ, huh? You're just going to jump on television with that, little, with that little gerbil ponytail? Yeah, but she shouldn't be touching anybody's kids regardless. She just shouldn't be touching anybody's child. She, right. she shouldn't be. She, she need to be touching her head. Now, here's, here's what else she had to say. Some random lady comes up and she's like, oh, my God, are you the girl that um, Black China was talking about? And she's like, well, she said she was going to whip your ass. So a couple of minutes later, I see her again. I addressed her as, excuse me. Did you have a problem with me touching your child, which I did not know was your child? And she's like, yep, I sure did. And she took her things off. And right. she addressed me as she was about to hit me. And her boyfriend ran up and her boyfriend hit me. And he hit on my sister and we were fighting her boyfriend. We weren't fighting her. If Alexis had that same gerbil uh, ponytail oh, at Six Flags, She's always ready to fight, by the way. That's the always ready to fight hairstyle. My style. goodness, she don't touch anybody's kid. Right, well, she said she touched Dream on the hand, not knowing it was Black China's child. But um, I agree with that. But right. I do feel like people come up to me all the time and like, oh, take a picture with my kid. And sometimes I mean, if they I'm, ask you, but if they just walk up and you just touch somebody's child, I'm, I'm funny with what that. She saying, right. But Don't what she's saying is happening. She said, oh, the baby's so cute. And then the nanny pushed the baby toward her. So she like You can say that. You don't put your little dirty hands on my baby. I don't know if you wash your hands after you pee or not. Keep your hands off my child. I'm just walking up touching touch But then I also feel like getting into an altercation like that with the baby there, too, is also not the best idea. And Rob Kardashian thinks that as well. He's very upset at Black China for putting one-year-old dream in harm's way over the weekend, so he's taking her back to court. Now he's why been watching nobody, her. Hmm. Why does nobody care that YBN Almighty was the one fighting Alexa, though? Like, that, 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 that didn't, that didn't uh, set we're off about no to, We're about to get to that, too. Uh, they the same age, though. 
What? It's a boy and a girl. No. Uh, shut up. I thought you like 16, I think. He's 18, and uh, he shouldn't be fighting women anyway. Shouldn't be fighting nobody. At all, period. No matter how their hair look. All right, so anyway, there, and especially this in front of the kids. So apparently, Rob Kardashian said he's been increasingly worried for his daughter's health and safety, and he didn't like how Black China turned the stroller the dream was in into a weapon oh, as up, she fatty. attacked a woman who dared to touch the kids. Stop it. And he also doesn't like the fact that Black China brings new men around his child. That's the real issue. Her 18-year-old boyfriend, YBN Almighty J. He wants an order similar to the one in the Jesse Williams custody case. Neither parent can introduce a boyfriend or girlfriend to the child unless their relationship lasts longer than six months. Why nobody got a uh, YBN, YBN, ABZ, Almighty J fighting the girl on camera, though? I'm so sick of people turning the camera on too late. Y'all turn the camera on after the good stuff has already happened. All right, so he's also asking for a massive reduction in child support. He pays $20,000 a month in child support. How about a massive reduction in weight, Which bro? he thinks that's not Please fair. wait alone. Yeah, stop it. First, they have 50-50 joint custody, and he also feels that she makes more money than him, so why is he paying her $20,000? I don't like him shaming her for using that scroller as a weapon, okay? When you're in a fight and you know it's, it's war, everything's a weapon. Uh, I think you should try to avoid altercations right. that serious when you have you say that you children fighting. around. Somebody touch your kid and then you say something, they start acting up, you start fighting. You, anything's a weapon anything's at that point. Anything's a weapon. Come on, man. People are crazy. They got yeah. knives, guns. Word up. My mom used to use that knuckles. wooden spoon that was a decoration in the kitchen on my ass all the time. Anything's a weapon. You deserved it, though. It kind of felt like that whole situation escalated way more than it had to. And I would feel like if your young kids are around, you wouldn't try to want to escalate a situation. That's just me. That is true. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, we got front page news. Condom snorting. Wow. Go ahead, Envy. We'll talk about it. Hey. I, I, I don't know why y'all just gonna do cocaine, but we'll talk about that. Too. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. The streets let's... are still the streets. Don't ever forget that. Yeah, let's get in some front page news. Condom snorting. Yes, condoms. Uh, the condom challenge is what the kids are doing nowadays. And what they are doing is sniffing a condom up their nose and then pulling it out of their mouth. That's so it goes down their throat. I'm pretty sure I would rather you sniff cocaine. But who thought of that? Like, what, like who said, you know what, I'm going to put this condom in my nose and see if it comes. Like, who thought of I that? I have no idea where this came from, but not only is that a painful experience, you could also choke, you can have an allergic reaction, it could get stuck in your nasal cavity or in your throat. That's just and I don't mind at the devil's playground. These kids clearly don't have enough to do when uh, school is out or maybe even during school, but I would much rather uh, them sniff cocaine. Our, our camera man in here, Steve, had a very, very, very good compromise, because I said I'd rather people sniff coke. He said, yo, how about just have cocaine-flavored condoms? How about not? Makes perfect sense. Oh, sniff the anything. condoms could also end up in your lungs, so extremely That would dangerous. be uncomfortable. I'd rather right. you sniff coke. All right. And Donald Trump, more issues now with Amazon. You know, he's obsessed with Amazon. They've lost $60 billion in market value ever since They've reported that Trump has, has been obsessed with that company on March 28th. And he does have a long-time grudge against the CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, who also owns the Washington Post. That paper has had very aggressive coverage of the administration, and therefore the president just does not like them. In addition to that, you know, we we're also having some issues with these tariffs that we have now, and China has responded to Donald Trump's steel and aluminum tariffs with $3 billion of tariffs of its own. That's billionaire beef right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Donald Trump is just clearly jealous of uh, Jeff Bezos because Jeff Bezos is a multi-billionaire, you know, and um, he's taking that out on him by putting sanctions on him just because he can because he's the president. 
Well, yeah, he wants he wants to, and he, he's saying things that are just incorrect, like saying that Amazon takes advantage of the U.S. Postal Service and doesn't pay his fair share of tax. Completely untrue. They pay the same rate that the post office charges other bulk shippers, and they also collect sales tax in every state that charges it. And they don't collect sales tax on per- purchases made from third party vendors. That's up to them. That's gotta suck when you got beef with a person, then they become the president of the United States of America, mm-hmm. and then they take that grudge into the White House with them. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! All right. Well, that's front page news. Speaking now, of Jesus Christ. When we come back, speaking of Jesus Christ, John Legend will be in the building. Mm-hmm. Of course, he played Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ Superstar Live. So we'll kick it with him. He's also releasing a new record uh, this week. So we'll talk to John Legend when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. And I really can't believe he's here, by the way. Why, why did you say that? Because <laughs> I was watching Jesus Christ Superstar last night, and I was like, there's no way John is getting up to do radio in the morning. <laughs> in the snow, in everything, no. in the weather, in everything. Good morning. Man, John, John Legend. Legend. I woke up. I didn't even have my alarm set because I forgot I had this interview. And I woke up because I was still feeling kind of buzzed from last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at my schedule. I was like, oh, I have an interview. And I made it. He was like, who I'm scheduled this? I'm <laughs> proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself for being here right now. Did you not know I was going to be on TV live for two hours the night before? Man, I had a, I had a good time last night, though. It Let's talk good. about that. Jesus Christ Superstar Live. Yeah, man. What made you do that? Man, when they offered me the role, I was like, I should take it, man. It's Jesus. It's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ Superstar. It's, it's an iconic show. And the role couldn't be more iconic. So mm-hmm. let's take it. Let's do it. It's a challenge. And I'm, I'm going to try to do it. Nervous at all? Two hours live? I wasn't nervous. I felt good. We had done a dress rehearsal the night before, and it really went well. So I just felt like we were going to do a good job, and I, I feel good about what we did. Why weren't you dressed like Jesus, though? Like no, like What this, is Jesus dressed like? That's true, know. too. I thought about that. I was trying to explain it to my daughter last night. I was like, you know, Jesus was black, but like the long hair we've seen, maybe? We've seen so many versions of him that, that were, you know, based on what people just decided he looked like we, we don't know what he looked like exactly we know he's probably browner than a lot of the versions we've seen mm-hmm. we know we don't know what his uh, hair was long or if it was shorter mm-hmm. we decided we were just going to make him look modern and make the whole show look modern was there any pushback on uh jesus being depicted as a black man you know people asked me about it but i didn't get much you know i didn't get much crap on twitter from anybody or anything like that i'm sure somebody was at home upset. <laughs> Did you have but, a problem playing that role? Like was that, you know, something like, oh, do I want to test that?" No, I felt I felt like it would it would be a challenge to play it. I knew it was going to be a lot of pressure because, you know, people have a lot of expectations for it, but I felt good about it. I felt like I could do it and uh I was ready to do it. Did you learn anything new about Jesus throughout this process? Well, I feel like this wasn't the biblical Jesus. I grew up, you know, in a in a preaching family so I, I've grown up knowing about Jesus my entire life and, and I you know so many ministers in my family and read about him plenty but this was a character as it was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice so um, it wasn't meant to be exactly strictly biblical it was meant to be an imagination of what his last days might have been like and what his interactions with his friends might have been like what his interactions with his followers might have been like and what kind of uh, maybe like resentment he might have had yeah. knowing that he had to make that sacrifice. 
Mm-hmm. How do you uh, gauge if you did a good job or not? Do you get up and read all the reviews? Do you go to social I media? Did. I did. I looked at both. I looked at both, and the reviews have been really good. And social media, you know, it can't be 100% good, but right. it was very good. It was you looked for good. a Donald Trump review? Did you see if he was here? <laughs> I saw Bill O'Reilly saw it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was upset that everybody looked like they was from a tattoo parlor, he said. <laughs> you said that for real? Yeah. There was a lot of tattoos. I thought it was like, some nice tattoos before. In, in that area. How much preparation goes into executing? Oh, we, we like rehearsed that? for a long time. Um, it was a lot of really, me and Sarah Bareilles and Alice Cooper, we're all, you know, known for pop music more, but everybody else was all like Broadway professionals and everybody was just so good and professional and, and they made us feel like we were supported and protected. And we've been rehearsing for the past few few weeks. I actually started rehearsing in February. Then I went on tour in Asia for a few weeks mm-hmm. and came back and finished rehearsing. And um, we were ready by, by Sunday night. It felt good. Yeah, the LA Times said that uh, it shouldn't have worked, but it did because of the fact that you know how to command a venue full of fans. Yeah, we wanted to feel like a concert. So it felt like, you know, that audience being there, it felt like it was a real concert mixed with a theater experience. They said when you blinked, the crowd went crazy. They said they were, <laughs> they were really ready for this one. Now, yeah, they were hyped. No, it was cool. I'm used to it. I mean, that's the way I like to perform. If it was in a studio and it was empty, I would have felt more nervous probably because it wouldn't have that energy. Couldn't feed off of them. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy feeding off the energy. Now, you're, you're one award away from an EGOT. Yeah. But you're missing a Tony, right? No, Emmy. You're missing the Emmy. You yeah. got the Tony, you got the Oscar, you got the Grammy. Yeah, we just got a Tony okay. for uh, Jitney last year. We did a, a revival of Jitney and won Best Revival. Is that something you're aiming for? Aiming for, I wouldn't say aiming for, but I, I wouldn't be mad if I got it. Yeah. I mean, um, it would be nice. I mean, we just did something on television on Sunday. So. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's eligible. <laughs> is it hard to create from that perspective, though? Like when you know, I damn, I can win an Emmy. No, because if you start thinking like that, then you, I think that's when you go astray creatively. If you start thinking, well, how can I win an award for this? I think if you go into it thinking, I need to make this amazing, mm-hmm. then the awards will come. And, and that's that's the way I approach everything creatively, music, film, everything. So you didn't expect the Grammy, the Oscar, or the Tony either? Well, I think Grammys are more to be expected because this is the thing I do. That's my day job. That's mm-hmm. what I work on all the time. And if we do a good job in music, we know Grammys will come. But everything else, you know, it's all gravy. And then Common has the ego, right? Yeah, he has everything but a Tony. And uh, I have everything but an Emmy. Yeah. Y'all have those conversations? like hey, we're, we're both proud of each other. We Obviously, yeah, yeah. we got the Oscar together. And... Um, we got a Grammy together as well, and, um, you know, we're rooting for each other. All right, we have more with John Legend when we come back. Keep it locked. Here's Kendrick Lamar with love. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. John Legend's in the building. Now, I see the whole gang has been in Wyoming with, with Kanye a little bit recording. Have you? Yeah, I haven't been out there yet. I'm going to get out there as soon as I can. I've been so focused on this show, I haven't had a chance to. Then I was in Asia, but um, I'm going to try to get out there, too. Are y'all sworn to secrecy? Do you guys sign NDAs about even talking Well, I haven't about... even been out there yet, okay. so uh, I don't know if there are NDAs, but, you know, apparently people are breaking NDAs nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who Beyonce? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you know Did you know when it happened? Or? No, we weren't there, but, okay. but we know people that were there. We know what happened. Wow. <laughs> now, was it a Chrissy, little bite or was it a chunk bite? Like, uh, like a Chrissy knew before I knew. She told me, and, and we're sworn to secrecy. So did Chrissy text you like, you won't believe what happened? <laughs> <laughs> she told me in person. She didn't want any 
electronic record. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, now, you played Frederick Douglass on Underground, right? Yes, and yes. Now you're playing Jesus. Yes. I feel like they both had a similar struggle for liberation of, of a people. Yeah, there, a, a lot of people talk about Jesus in, in terms of liberation, and uh, there's a lot of theology around Jesus as a liberator, and of course, Frederick was as well. What else did they have in common to you? Well, they were persecuted at the time, and uh, I think anybody who um, fights for disrupting the status quo. I mean, people glorify Martin Luther King now, but he was persecuted mm -hmm. and he wasn't even popular when he was alive. His uh, approval ratings were underwater like Donald Trump right now. So it was like, you know, people, when, when you, when you're uh, fighting for liberation, when you're disrupting the status quo, when you're upsetting the people in power, a lot of times you're not going to be popular at the time. And uh, we've seen that with a lot of great leaders. Now you've been very honest about Donald Trump. And, yeah. And, you know, we joke a lot that you're going to get flagged at the airport. Have, have you yeah. seen anything negative? I haven't. I haven't gotten audited yet, knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> but I pay my taxes on time. <laughs> but, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but we, we um, hopefully won't have him for president for too long, but who knows. What's man. the best way to disrupt this system, you think? Well, I think part of it's through protests. We've seen it with uh, Black Lives Matter. We've seen it with the March for Our Lives. We've seen it with... Um, Women's March, a lot of folks out there are protesting, but they're also deciding that it's not enough to protest. We got to vote. We got to stay engaged with our politicians and make sure they do the right things for us. And um, I think that's the best thing we can do. I read something that you're backing uh, startups for f former inmates. Yeah, so a lot of the work we do with Free America, is my that's my organization that's all about ending mass incarceration. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things we do is work with people who get out of prison and need to be productive and need to be part of society again and a lot of times we forget about them and a lot of times they can't get a job they can't reintegrate into their community and they end up getting in trouble again so we wanted to create a situation where we invest in them and give them opportunity to succeed and be entrepreneurs so that they can um, reintegrate back into society make the world better and not get in trouble again and, and and just be productive again. What made you invest in that? Was it family members? Was it family, friends? man? I've, I've had family members that have gone through that, and um, neighbors and friends. Well, you know, <laughs> I do, I do, I do send my friends and family money. Some of them have been incarcerated, and it's hard, man. Right. It's hard seeing people that uh, have already paid their debt to society have to pay that forever, right. and and not be able to to just live. And from voting to working to being able to get housing. There's so many obstacles we get in, we put in people's way after they get out of prison. And some people are like, well, they deserve it. They committed a crime. But honestly, after they pay their debt, like, why do they have to keep paying it? Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense to me that they, we send people to correctional facilities, but don't try to correct them. Yeah, like, do we want them to get better? Do we want them to come out and, 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 and be great? Or do we want them to, to be burdened by this the rest of their lives? Now, with, with Jesus Christ Superstar, what do you do when you got to use the bathroom? Oh, I had breaks. We had commercials. I saw that. <laughs> we had time to go handle your business. Yeah, we had time. I mean, number one was was definitely <laughs> on the docket. Number two might have been a struggle, but <laughs> yeah, so you couldn't do number two though. <laughs> but uh, no, I had plenty of time. We had good commercial breaks, and there's scenes where I wasn't even in, so you know, I was good. What does John Legend love the most at this moment, professionally? Professionally, I just love when it all comes together. Like last night, that was a high for me. It was when. We had this team of hundreds of people, production people, choreographers, dancers, singers, actors. And when it all comes together, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. A lot of the lead cast was very diverse, too. Was that yeah. something that you was like you wanted to make sure? We happened? all wanted it. Uh, NBC wanted it. All the producers wanted it. Um, obviously, they cast me as Jesus. But 
We had Asian Americans, Hispanic, mm -hmm. black, white. Everybody was in the cast. It was really race blind as far as the casting. And they wanted it to look like America, look like the Broadway community. And uh, I think it was a brilliant idea. It looked great. It sounded great. Everybody did a great job. How do we keep diversity from being a, a trend and actually being normal? Well, I feel like we are diverse. I feel like the most natural thing is for us to be diverse, mm -hmm. for, for us to be Hum, uh, you know, homogenous and, and, and monochromatic is actually what's unnatural. Right. Um, and so for us to look like America, look like the world, that's the most natural thing for us to do. And, and I think people are realizing that. And they're also realizing that black people, Hispanic people, we spend money. <laughs> we, we like to watch entertainment that reflects our lives. Asian Americans, you know, we, uh, we all spend money and we want to see entertainment that, um, reflects who we are, too. And we've seen plenty of entertainment that does it, and we have a hunger for that. If you make content that's great, that reflects who we are, then um, we're going to spend money on it. And, uh, I mean, Black Panther's all you need to say. Right. <laughs> like, people were ready for that. They were hungry for that. And once we gave it to them, billions of dollars. And you, you got a production company, too, so you do yeah. film and television. Yeah. Is it hard not to come off as biased? Meaning that, like, if you say, I want all black people on this cast. I want all women in this cast. Like, do you do that? Well, no, but we want it to be multicultural. We want it to reflect what America looks like. And we do lean towards stories that, that I'm familiar with or that I connect with. So we probably lean toward more um, stories that represent uh, black history and, and, and black life. Um, but, you know, there's plenty of other producers out there. Yeah. So I'm just one point of view. And um, if all of us get a chance that have something to offer then the entertainment that's available to everybody will be diverse. What do you have coming down the pipeline? Well, um, we've got a movie we just did called Monster that went to Sundance that's really amazing. So that's, that's, uh, that's going to come out later this year. Uh, we've got some other movies that will be a Tribeca. Uh, one's called OG um, and one's called uh, United Skates of America. And um, that's a documentary. So we've got a lot of good things coming. Now, how is marriage life? You've been married a I love it, years man. Now. It's good. I love being a dad. I love being a husband. And uh, we got another baby on the way. And it's exciting, man. Now, when we talk about, you know, me and Charlamagne talk about it all the time, that when your wife is pregnant, it's probably the best time sexually because your wife is more attractive. Do you feel the same way with you? I love when my wife is pregnant. It's, it's like femininity amazing. on a thousand trillion. <laughs> it's beautiful to me. Nah, it's the most amazing thing yeah. ever. Let John go, man. John, John was <laughs> up all last night playing Jesus. All right. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk safari. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Safari did Angie Martinez's show yesterday, and he talked about an incident that happened right before he went to her show where he got robbed at gunpoint. Here's what he said. What's happening, first of all? Are you okay? Um, I just... Oh, man. I just got robbed at gunpoint. Two dudes with guns just ran upon me. And me face down on the floor with a gun to my head. They just took everything. Where did this happen? Jersey. They took everything, so... The police, they're working on it. They just told me not to really say too much until they figure the things out. Mm. Awful situation he tweeted out this morning was probably one of the worst, scariest nights of my life. Now, he goes on to talk about uh, experiences in his own family that just happened recently. You said you was at the club or you left? The club? No, I had left. I wasn't, like, 
I wasn't in, you know, when I was there, I was with my security. I had, like, about 30 people and all that. But then, you know, when everything is done and all that, I'm like, all right, it's cool. Everybody, y'all, peace out. And then just call me by myself. I was with one other person. I was with my chef. I got out of my car. So when I got out of my car, they just came out of nowhere and just backed out on us. And my uncle just got killed for a robbery. Yeah, no, so I'm so sorry about that. The last thing I'm thinking is what my mother would have to go through if she was to get that call. So he's still dealing with the trauma from his uncle, and then that happened to him. Uh, you know, Absolutely. people people are very cold, man, because people hitting me up saying uh, give Safari donkey today. Why would I give a man donkey today for getting robbed? robbed? No, nothing at all. And right. it's his first time speaking on it after it happened, so of course he got choked up, and he's thinking about his mom. Now I will say, What's I don't that? know why you would come do an interview with Angie Martinez. That I would like. He to probably know. had it scheduled already. I don't care. And didn't want to cancel robbed. it. If it was that serious and it was that traumatic of a situation, why would you still? Go I'm not gonna lie, that Safari works really hard. He works. He probably oh, yeah. felt like he had this on his schedule. He wasn't going to cancel he it. He probably didn't think he was going to break down when he was talking about it. And oh, he probably he thought... He wanted to just keep it moving. Absolutely. Like, I'm not going to let this stop me from doing what I got to do for myself for work. Oh, you probably was thinking to yourself, you know, I just got robbed. Um, a lot of people do go to social media when they have issues like that. Why not go do an interview with Angie Martinez? There's better cameras in there. And in nah, addition, in addition so to that. that, he probably felt like it's going to come out anyway. So he might as well be the first person to tell the story. And I think he got there. He, he was probably effed up. He was probably still thinking about it. And Angie was like, what's wrong with you? And he probably broke down and said it. Yeah, but I also feel like when things like this happen and the police are involved, it's going to come out. Why so you wouldn't you rather be the person to talk about what happened before it's in the news and then everybody's speculating? No. He just said what happened. I don't think he planned that one. Why didn't they take the mate, I don't think it was though? planned, but I'm That's saying it, it happened. Why didn't they take the fur? I don't know if he had that on. He was he had a fresh the fur on on Angie's show. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah, mean he had it on when oh, he Oh, you came. think he probably went back yeah, upstairs and he, got another one? This happened after he left the club. Yeah, he was so, coming. He was coming out of his car when it happened, so he might not have had the fur on. I mean, I, he can't drive with that trench on, so I'm sure he was he got out the car without the trench. Mm, but you. fortunately, he is okay, and there's nothing funny about yeah. it. Yes. All right, now, Meek Mill is it going. Could have been way worse. Meek mm -hmm. Mill is going to stay locked up, and that's because the judge has shut down his bid to be released on bail. She didn't give any reasons for her decisions, Judge Denise Brinkley, but everybody's asking for him to be released, including the governor, including the DA, and it does look like. The judge does have some type of bias against all, all him. those people could overrule the judge, so I don't want to hear it. How serious are y'all about getting Meek Mill out of jail, Mr. Governor, and everything? Because y'all can all, all overrule the well, judge. Well, right now they have to appeal to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, and that's how they're going to try to secure his release. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork and things that have to happen. They can't just say, release him. So now they have to do an appeal to the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania. Well, there's nothing Meek can do at this point but his time. Read more books, work out, come out a better human being. Right. All right, now let's talk about Nicki Minaj. Congratulations to her. She's the first female uh, rapper to have all her studio albums sell at least 5 million copies worldwide. I'll drop one of the clues bombs for Nicki Minaj. So that's three studio albums that she has. They've all sold more than 5 million copies. And congratulations to Drake as well. He's the first lead solo male artist to have two number one songs for 10 straight weeks, according to Billboard. So that's for God's plan. One Dance did that as well back in 2016. We'll wow. drop one of the clues bombs for Aubrey. He also has some new music coming out because he said you could tell by the bags under his eyes. So I guess that new album's coming soon. It amazes sure, me. It amazes me. Like, this is really, uh, and I'm, I'm being dead serious, it amazes me that people have not gotten tired of Drake's music. It's been almost a decade. But I feel he's he taking a great music. And he also took kind of a little break for a second, Not too, really. I feel like. We've seen stars like like that burn out. Like, think of some of the biggest stars in the world, and they don't have these kind of long runs. Like, that. This is this is very impressive. 
That's good. And he knows how to get what's hot right now, too. So mm-hmm. that's important. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, I need Cassandra Damper to come to the front of the congregation. Mm-hmm. We like to have a world with her. Uh, kids, this is why you don't play with guns, okay? All right. Okay. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlamagne, say the gang, donkey, other Charlamagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey that. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Uh, yeah, it's the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Tuesday, April the 3rd, right? Yeah, Tuesday, April 3rd, goes to a young 26-year-old woman from Houston named Cassandra Damper. Now, sometimes I read these stories, and I think to myself, the rest of America is trying to catch up to the Bronx and all of Florida when it comes to crazy. Because as your Uncle Charlotte always tells you, the craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida. But Cassandra is crazy as hell. Uh, Let me tell you something, man. I don't play with guns, okay? There's two reasons I don't play with guns. One, because I was always taught at a young age uh, from my father and every other older man in my neighborhood, don't pull your gun out unless you plan to use it. Are you cleaning it? Simple. Salute to everyone who has ever cleaned their pistol while listening to Carl Thomas' emotional album. Uh, But anybody who owns a gun and is serious about gun ownership knows you only pull your gun out when you are cleaning it and when you plan to use it. The other reason I don't play with guns is because of the wise words of Raekwon the Chef that he spoke at the end of uh, Impossible from the Wu-Tang Forever album. Can we play a little clip of that, please? When you play with guns, son, that causes the conflict of you going against your own. Now that one line. That one bar, when you play with guns, son, that causes the conflict of you going against your own. I wasn't even sure what that meant when I was younger, but I do know with that jewel and the jewel of older brothers around me, uh, I didn't play with guns, okay? I'm pretty sure that Raekwon line means stop playing with guns because you end up shooting or killing your own, and that's exactly what happened in this situation Mm -hmm. with Cassandra Mm -hmm. Damper. Mm -hmm. Would you like more details? Well, let's go to KPRC. Click to Houston for the report. Houston police say they're investigating this as an accidental shooting, but ultimately it will be left up to a grand jury to decide. Surveillance video shows the group sitting inside a car outside the then-closed Valero gas station for several minutes when suddenly the doors fly open and two people jump out. This video, streamed live on Facebook, shows what happened inside the vehicle. You see a man in the back seat put a gun on the armrest. Then 25-year-old Cassandra Damper pulls another gun, waving it in front of the cell phone camera. Devin Holmes, sitting in the driver's seat, makes it clear he's uncomfortable. And then, Devin Holmes, shot in the head. Police arrested Damper, charging her with tampering with evidence when they say she tried to wipe gunshot residue from her hands. Cassandra Damper made her $2,500 bond. She is due back in court. Yes, Cassandra was sitting in the passenger seat of a Mercury Grand Marquis. Uh, I think it's a Grand Marquis. Looks Pla- like it. Playing with a gun. Accidentally shot 26-year-old Devin Holmes. Now, Devin is laid up in the hospital in critical condition. Let me tell you something, man. Mercury is in nigger grade. All right, the past couple weeks, niggas have been nigging at levels I have never seen before. Full moon was out all weekend. And when it's a full moon, some people worry about werewolves. Not me. I worry about were niggas. All right, now, for whatever reason, people was passing this video around on social media because, of course, like every other tragedy that happens in the hood, they had their social media going. Uh, This happened on Facebook Live. I didn't watch this video. Why would I? I don't put things like this in my spirit, but I will play you all the audio of this situation because I want you all to hear the last words Devin Holmes probably heard. Can you just play play it real quick? You see yeah. what we do in the line, assholes? Hey, man. We draw down. You making me nervous. We draw down on them hoes. Got no clip, bud. Hey, where you from again? Say so, so Scott bitch. Block. Ooh. 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 
Can you imagine the last mm-hmm. few words you hear on this planet? Mm-hmm. Oh, we draw down on you, lying assholes. You're making him nervous. Say something, bitch. I know Houston police are treating this as an accident mm-hmm. and they are charging Damper with tampering or fabricating evidence because she allegedly attempted to wipe off the gun residue on her hands. But I think the grand jury should charge her with actually shooting this man. She was talking all that tough talk, showing off for Facebook, trolling, okay? That's when clout chasing goes wrong. You on Facebook, you know, Facebook Live showing off for your followers, okay? She threatened him and it was premeditated because she said verbatim, you see what we do to you lying assholes? We draw down on them hoes, okay? She cocked the gun, pointed it at him and said, say something, bitch. All right, that ain't no accident. All right, she playfully shot someone on purpose. F that. She goes to court today. I hope the grand jury hammers her, and I hope she gets charged with shooting this man. Let's hear the clip again, please. Let's play no. it one more time. Play the clip one more time. You see yeah. what we do in the line, assholes? Hey, man. We draw down. You making me nervous. We draw down on them hoes. Got no clip, bud. Hey, where you from again? Say so, so Scott bitch. Block. <laughs> <laughs> grand jury got to charge her, B. Grand jury got to oh, throw the book goodness. at her. Uh, the main problem with a lot of people nowadays is that everybody playing. Okay, I love playing around. I just don't like playing with the things y'all play with because the things y'all play with are not a game. All right? The streets are real. Guns are real. Gangs are real. Life is real. Most importantly, death is real. But this digital world makes everything feel like some type of virtual reality, okay? But that internet illusion, that digital dream, it gets shattered when things like this happen, okay? Why does it have to get to this for people to realize, oh, shoot. It really is consequences and repercussions to my actions, okay? Cassandra Damper is in this situation because she was showing off on Facebook Live with a gun, which has become such a normalized thing, all right? Flashing your guns on social media is just as normal as a fashion over ad. And I have said before that I often want to see someone accidentally get shot. I have said that on this show. I just wish every now and then, when these kids are playing with guns, waving them around on camera, on social media, that they accidentally shoot themselves or somebody. Because in life, someone has to die in order for others to live. The only way people are going to learn that you can't do these things is when they see consequences like this. Mm -mm. So I pray for Devin Holmes. Uh, I pray he doesn't die, and I pray he doesn't live his life as a vegetable. I pray the last words that he hears on this planet aren't, Say something, bitch! All right. But I do hope that charges are bought against Cassandra Damper. And for everybody thinks this is for everybody that who thinks this is funny. All right. Let me stress this one more time. For everybody who thinks this is funny. Just remember online. Everything is funny as long as it's happening to somebody else. Be careful because it could be your turn next. Please give Cassandra Damper. Or matter of fact, let Remy Martel Cassandra Damper. Let Remy Ma give Cassandra Damper the biggest hee-haw, please. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Couldn't even get my thoughts together on what That's kind of donkey I wanted to get. so crazy. Right. That is crazy. Dude <sighs> in the back talking about it. Ain't got no clip in it. Nah. She cocked it, and there's a bullet in that chamber. Oh, clearly one in the chamber. Not play around. It wasn't one in the chamber. She cocked, well, she cocked it. When she cocked it, I mean, she pulled it. Oh, yeah, because the, the bullet would have flew out of shit. Yeah. What do you think she should be flew. charged with? I don't know. Something. Yeah, definitely. Shooting somebody. Something. That's so reckless. What's the charge? What's the, what they call it when you shoot somebody? Manslaughter? <laughs> no, because no, he ain't dead yet. So, I don't know. She, she should be charged with something. Yeah, something. So. Shooting the person. That's yeah. what she should shooting be charged attempted with. Attempted murder? Yeah. It something. Could be yeah, she, and she, with she, intent to kill. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, thank you for, for now, that. And then upgraded the murder if he dies. Donkey of the day. All right? All right. All right. We'll be back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good Why morning. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know what's going on with it's you. You saw how weird he got just now? <laughs> what the, did you see that? I'm glad I was the only person who noticed that. What's wrong with you? We'll the, be back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
time to shoot your shot. Time to shoot your shot with the Breakfast Club. You give you one chance. Don't mess it up. Mess it up. Mess it up. We got Jalen on the line. Jalen, good morning. Hey, how's it going, guys? Now, who do you want to shoot your shot with, Jalen? Uh, this girl named Vanessa. Tell us about this. What happened? All right, so it's kind of a funny story. Uh, me and my girlfriend uh, went to my best friend's Moe's. We went to his wedding. Uh-huh. And I guess I got kind of tipsy, and I was hitting on one of the bridesmaids who was, ended up being Vanessa. And so me and my girl broke it off. So wait, you went to a now, wedding with your girlfriend, right? And yeah. you hit on a bridesmaid while your girlfriend was at the wedding with you. Jesus Christ, how much did you I, have to I drink? Mean, I, I was a little pissed, and I, I didn't, it was playful flirting, I thought, but she didn't see it that way, so we actually ended up breaking up. Wow. You, you think? think? <laughs> I mean. So, so do you want to shoot your shot with your girlfriend and try to get back with her? No, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get with, with Vanessa. I feel like we had a connection, me and Vanessa. This is like, so messed up. Now, you know, you if know Vanessa sees up? the red flags, I'm hearing. When you go to a wedding with your girl, mm-hmm. the wedding is supposed to make you be like, damn, I can't wait till me and you do this one day. Right. Your punk ass went there and flirted with the bridesmaid. Now you want to holler at the bridesmaid. Man. That's a red flag. Do you even know the girl or, or was it just that one night? It was, I mean, I, I mean, I think we, we met in passing, but we really got, got to know each other that night. Like, I thought we were vibing. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to try this. I don't know how this is going to work, bro. Yeah, I don't even know if I could co-sign this. So when we come back, we're going to call the bridesmaid. What's her name again? Vanessa. All right, we're going to call Vanessa when we come back and see how this works. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Shoot Your Shot. We have Jalen on the line. He's about to call Vanessa. Let's do it. Hey, uh, is this Vanessa? This is she. Hey, Vanessa, how are you doing? I'm good. Who is this? This is Jalen. Jalen who? <laughs> we we met we met at um at Mo's wedding. Remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, yeah. I didn't even know if I gave you my number or not. But okay, what's going on with you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So. I don't know if you remember we were talking at uh, at Mo's wedding, and I was just wondering, are, are you talking to anybody? I mean, I'm not, but you are. You got a whole girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Y'all was arguing and everything. Like, no, we, me, no, me and my girlfriend that I went to the wedding with, uh, we actually broke up. Oh, but I mean. I feel some type of way on the low just because, like, how you was trying to talk to me and you was there with somebody, what mm-hmm. kind of, I, I don't want to sound rude, but what kind of being does that make you think, think like, if what thoughts you would do the same thing to me? Well, me and her were already having problems. Like, it's not like we were, we were already going through some stuff. All right, Jalen, Vanessa, Vanessa, this is Angela Yee and it's Charlamagne and Envy from the Breakfast Club. Vanessa, my goodness. I'm on the radio too. This is so much. Vanessa, I want to give you a round of applause for having good old common sense. That's exactly what I said. You know what I'm saying? You can learn a lot by how somebody's going to treat you based off how they treat other people. How you meet them is how you keep them. That's what we always say. I don't know if I believe in that saying, but I do believe that if a person treats somebody else effed up, they will treat you effed up eventually. To eventually, it'll be your turn, boo. Right. Congratulations uh, for good old common sense. Still reigning supreme. He, he at the wedding arguing with his girlfriend, and then he going to try to holler at you. 
Yeah, that's right. a little crazy. That's, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was a nice dude and, and was a gentleman to me, but I, that's just how I feel about it. Like, why would you, you know, do that? I'm still just thought that I'm on the radio right now. You're on the breakfast club, not just the radio. Did you hear him stuttering when you brought up the fact he had a girlfriend? Did you hear him stuttering? She said a stutter? whole girlfriend. Yeah, not just a half of one. A whole girlfriend. They were, and I mean, they was arguing in front of everybody, and I think it was because, <laughs> like, we were talking, so... I just, I don't, want, I don't need no kind of drama in my life. That I'm could be mommy. you, Vanessa. You don't want that to be you? She said, hell no. Well, Jay, <laughs> Jalen, yeah. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you, bro. Jalen, bye, boy. Bye. <laughs> bye. Guys. Bye. I thought we were supposed to help. Yeah, we were supposed to help, but not in this situation. Yeah. All right, Vanessa, you have a good one, Mama. I'm sorry we uh, interrupted whatever you were doing. <laughs> Thank you. I keep playing all that good music. All right, Mama. <laughs> All right. You don't play the good music. You play the same thing over and over. Shh, don't tell her that. All right, that was Shoot Your Shot. When we come back, we got the rumors don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good What's morning. What's happening? Good morning. Hi. Happy uh, April the 3rd. Hello. All right, let's talk rumors. Let's talk Jay-Z on Letterman. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So Jay-Z is David Letterman's guest on Netflix's series, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. And David Letterman put out a preview of the episode, and Jay-Z is talking about what it takes to make a rapper good. Check it out. I think Snoop Dogg has a great voice. Like, he can say one, yeah. two, three, and to the four. It's like, oh, my God. It just <laughs> sounds really good. Or you can have be someone like Eminem and just have amazing cadence and, like, the syncopation. Mm-hmm. And, like, I sit back with this act, this zigzag, this back, and this act, and this Z. And, you know, you almost become a this percussion, you know, inside the music. So there's, there's multiple ways to be, like, really good. Some people just have it all. It's a science to rap, and it's a science to interviewing. That's why I love watching David Letterman sit down with people, and I can't wait to see that interview. Right. So if you want to watch the whole thing, uh, my next guest needs no introduction. Is scheduled to debut on Netflix this Friday, April 6th. That's when Jay-Z's interview That's will dope. be on. Yeah, the first one he did was with uh, President Barack Obama. Yeah, he did um, Barack Obama. He did George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And he have done a, he's done other guests on this series also. There, yeah, I got there are inv- three episodes. Yeah, I got invited to one he did with Howard Stern that haven't come out yet, but I didn't make it. All right, now, Tiger Woods, his ex-girlfriend, has threatened him, uh, Kristen Smith. She had to sign a non-disclosure agreement to make sure she was quiet, and she also got some money for that because they had a pretty bad breakup. But now she wants to get out of that deal. You okay. can't just get out of there. Yeah, you signed it, okay? She believes that he cheated on her in 2017. That's what ended their relationship, so he doesn't want to have that embarrassing PR nightmare again. So he offered her money to sign the NDA. So now she wants to invalidate it. She said it's not enforceable. I don't know you what can't, happened. You can't but. just do that, can you? Don't right, nobody can, care about consequences anymore. F your NDA. <laughs> so what, I signed it. Now, Kendra Wilkinson also has posted a very emotional video after her issues in her relationship that uh, actually signaled that their relationship is over her and Hank Basquiat. She broke down in tears and said she will always love him, and she said, I did everything I could. So that's over, but she has been heartbroken ever since. You don't need clown her for crying over Hank, but you, cry, you clown Sophia for crying over being robbed. Now, Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum have also broken up. They released a joint statement. They said, we have something we like to share. It feels odd we have to share this kind of thing with everyone, but it's a consequence of the lies we've chosen to lead. 
And so they said, we have lovingly chosen to separate as a couple. We fell deeply in love so many years ago and have had a magical journey together. Absolutely nothing has changed about how much we love one another, but love is a beautiful adventure that is taking us on different paths for now. If you didn't release a statement to tell people that y'all was together, why release a statement to say that y'all separated? I guess because you don't want to embarrass the other person if someone starts dating someone else and then everybody's yeah, like, Yeah, you oh, want to pop cheating. up with somebody else. I didn't somebody even else. know anything about Channing Tatum. Well, that's not anybody. your world. Yeah, that, you probably right. didn't really care. You're right about Name that. Name three Chatham Tatum movies. Uh, Magic Mike 1, I knew Magic he knew Mike that 2, one. and 21 Jump Street. <laughs> I knew he knew that. All right. Now, Excuse Birdman me? is speaking on Lil Wayne, and, you know, the two of them have been hanging out on several diff- different occasions mm-hmm. as of late. And here's what he had to say about them repairing their relationship. For his man Shorty, we'll make sure he's straight, we straight, and we're going to continue doing what we started. It's important to me that I finish the way I started. I ain't worried about it benefiting me. He deserved that from me, and I'm going to give him that blessing. We got to get this together. Because it's affecting our kids. His daughter is my godchild. He talked to my children all the time. It's just a weird relationship. I respect everything that he's saying, but uh, it's not a blessing that you're giving Lil Wayne. That's money he actually earned. <laughs> it's I'm not just a, I'm glad they're fixing it. I'm, I'm glad they're together. I'm glad they can speak with each other. I'm, I'm, uh, hopefully they're fixing it. Hopefully Lil Wayne gets his money that he earned, okay, that he worked so hard for. It's not a blessing. All right, now let's discuss another issue you guys caused up here, Michael Blackson versus Gary Owen. Now, when Gary Owen was on The Breakfast Club as Gary Takashi 69, right. he had some things to say. He was going in on everybody because he was in character. You funny than Michael Blackson? <laughs> Man, he's one trick pony. You know, mother sucker. After that, what you got? Tell me your favorite Michael Blackson joke. Rest my case. <laughs> Boom. What's your favorite Michael Blackson joke of all time? Your favorite one besides mother sucker. He ain't got one. I like when he did uh, the For the Point Challenge with Erica Badu on Instagram. That's not a joke. That's a sketch. (laughs) All right. Well, since then, Michael Blackson has posted, that was very disrespectful, you Wonder Bread untoasted toast looking beach. Walmart version of Tommy from Power with a concussion looking ass N-word. You might hang with N-words, but you're still a colonizer, and you will never be allowed in Wakanda. (laughs) Anyone that can tell me their favorite Michael Blackson joke, I'll follow them. Now, here's what else Michael Blackson had to say. Gary Owen, you cracker honky bitch, talking about it's been hundreds of African movies and I'm not in none of them. When it's been thousands of white movies and I've never seen none of them. In fact, you've been in two black movies. The white guy that had a black friend or a black guy that had a white friend. Talk about open up, I've never opened up for you. That's another black man. So you trying to say all the look alike? You want to be black so bad, don't you? Well, f you, nigga. Now say it back. I didn't think so, you wet dog smelling bitch. Michael Blackson. I love, I love how Michael Blackson started it off with a little racism and then accused Gary of a little racism, but then ended it with some racism. Try to put a clues bomb for Michael Blackson. Damn it. Michael Blackson, crazy. God damn it, Michael Blackson. Gotta like Michael Blackson. Gotta love him. He said, no, say it back. Say it back. F you. Yeah, All right, and guys, make sure y'all check out The Last OG tonight, by the way. That's Tracy Morgan's new show on TBS. I'll be watching that tonight at 10 30. Mm-hmm. So I just want to put that out there. And Tiffany Haddish is starring in it. Cedric the Entertainer's in it. Alan Maldonado's in it. Yes, drop on the cool bomb for the last OG. Jordan Peele and Tracy Morgan. A lot of pressure on that show, by So make sure you show... And shout out to my guy, Mark Theobald, who's also a writer on the show. Shout out to Mark. And, yeah, I'm going to be checking that out. So make sure you guys show your support because Tracy Morgan is back on TV. And I know you want to show support for that show. A lot of pressure on uh, on that show. Jordan Peele, the executive producer, Tracy Morgan, and you got Tiffany Haddish on it. 
And Cedric the Entertainer. Entertainer. A lot of pressure on that be show. Should be funny. That better be that show. Better be amazing. And it's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's another character in the show because it's in Brooklyn. Okay. All right. So, um, and if you haven't seen the ads for it, it shows Tracy Morgan just getting released from jail after 15 years. Mm-hmm. Comes back home. He's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is gentrified now, and his ex girlfriend is Tiffany Haddish. She has a new husband. He's white. You know. And Don't he, give it away. No, it's all in the preview. Oh, okay. It's not. It's a description of the show. So okay. you got to watch it to all see right. what happens. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. If you want to hear something, 800-585-1051. Get your request in. And one more thing, Yee, tell them again about your fake page, because uh, people have been hitting me about your fake page. They have? Yes. All right. So somebody started a fake page on Instagram. I posted about it. It's clearly not me. It has only seven posts. It's like three A's in front of Angela. So uh, just make sure, don't send money. You cannot pay to get interviewed on The Breakfast Club ever. And, you know, there's no GoFundMe that I've started. So I just want to make sure you guys know, do not send money to this fake page on Instagram. All you right. You tell me that we'd be interviewing some of these bums out of the goodness of our heart? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. But they're not bums. But anyway, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs>